everyone loves uh, the breakers, but we're, it doesn't seem like we're getting to the builders. If you look at the demographic and slice and dice a little bit more, we don't have a lot of developers that come out. Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. Name is Mark Arnold. I serve on the chapter board at, in Boston, OWASP Boston. I'm pretty much the guy that pulls together a lot of the speakers, uh, content for chapter meetups and for a conference we, we set up uh, just a few years ago called Boston Application Security Conference. How big's the chapter? Chapter where we average about 20 to 30 uh, members uh, for our meetups. And for our conference, we get we pretty much get 200 to come out come to our conference. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Are you in like Waltham or are you in downtown Boston? We are currently meeting in the Akamai building. Mm-hmm. Um, Waltham, uh, Microsoft building shut down. Uh, so we, we're kind of, kind of moving here and there between uh, Metro Boston, Metro West Boston, and yeah. uh, downtown Boston. Why does your chapter work? I mean, some people are struggling with their chapters. Why is yours working so well? I think the fact that we're in Boston, we have all the major educational centers uh, nearby, MIT, Harvard, VU. We're able to pull and draw from those uh, campuses, folks that are attending and matriculating there. The, the companies are there, so the Vericodes, um, a lot of other companies that are uh, in the area that we're able to pull and draw from. What's the balance between socializing and geeking out? Uh, we try we try to maintain a OWASP identity that's different, say, from a DEF CON or ShmooCon type of atmosphere. We've, we've tried some of those talks, and I've actually gotten some feedback to say we like to keep uh, a certain identity with, within OWASP, you know, as those things are appropriate to talk about in other conferences. Give me some examples. What? We had a very popular speaker without naming names. Uh, had some edgy slides uh, in a slide deck and some of us who, who had seen the slides you know we were okay with it but we realized that there were we got some feedback from some folks who were at a particular one at that particular meetup and said hey I don't think that's appropriate for this crowd and so yes you're trying to attract a broad crowd a broad mix diverse mix of people um, but sometimes uh, folks you know want to be there for specifically uh, OWASP related content. What's, what's your balance of uh female to male. What's the ratio there in the chapter? For me, that's the most disappointing demographic currently, is that it's pretty much, I would say, 99% male. And so one of my tasks in the last few years is, is to kind of understand how do we get get those other demographics involved, uh, not just gender-based, but also uh, ethnic ethnic diversity mm-hmm. within, within, the, within our uh, chapter meetups. I, I think it's a struggle in general with the gender thing. And I don't know what it is about the perception that the IT industry isn't for women. It's it's been killing me. I, I, even in my role as a as, a, as an information security officer, one of my uh, tasks for coming for this year and coming years is to try to reach out to uh, women in, in the industry. Even even if I can't help them directly, is to uh, promote uh, indirectly across the uh, industry. And I've been kind of doing that uh, personally, but we've. We've been trying to do that as a chapter. The women in AppSec yeah. had a scholarship fund this past year, and we were one of four chapters. I think we were the first chapter to respond uh, with a monetary uh, amount because we really 
we really want to kind of diversify the crowds that we're getting out to our meetings. I worked as a consultant for Autodesk for years, and one of the things that we had was a Design Your Future program where we would bring middle school girls into the company for a week. Absolutely. And actually teach them the software. We teach them 3D Studio Max, teach them Photoshop and how awesome. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting you bring that up because I, outside of OWASP, I began to partner with groups like uh, Black Girls Can Code. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another group that's doing something called Black Girls, Black Girls Hackonomics or Hacking Contest. We've typically at campuses been driving uh, folks. We have Hispanic chapters. We have uh, black engineers and scientists mm-hmm. and pushing them to the traditional uh, engineering programs, uh, electrical engineering, chem- chemi, mechanical engineering. I'm like, well, here's another field that is available to us. Uh, I'm not sure if OWASP has been pushing uh, a lot in that direction, but one of the goals of our chapter is to kind of say, here, here is a pool of talent that uh, we can influence at an early age. And so been partnering with uh, groups like Black Girls Can Code because they're, you know, taking uh, young women who are 11 to 17, they're teaching them to code uh, websites and learn CCS, mm-hmm. uh, CSS you know, at an early age. But I've also uh, reached out to them and say, what about the security component? And they've, they've actually um, agreed and we're, we're trying to form that partnership as, a, as an innovative way to, to pull, ex- expand the influence and the sphere of influence. Of I, I think that's exciting because now you're starting at the very beginning of the cycle. Absolutely. When, when they're not jaded yet. Right. <laughs> it's fun. It's, you know, yeah. away from the team to engage without really taking the full brunt of the security uh, problem on. Yeah. You know, when I talk to the executives at OWASP, one of the things that continually comes up is the idea of virtual meetings. What's your perception of virtual meetings versus the live meetings that you guys are doing in Boston? We've actually had, uh, at our last Boston Application Theory Conference, we, one of our presentations was Germanico. He had been in, in the Boston area the week prior. His wife was egging him on. We kind of wanted him about being away so much, and we were trying to get him back to, uh, for our conference the following week. Things didn't work out, um, so we, we took the virtual route, having him present from afar, but also started thinking about how can we uh, create these virtual classrooms. Uh, I'm kind of experimenting with that, uh, with a separate project. Um, sometimes it's, it's a task to get folks to come to that uh, specific locales. We have uh, folks who would, who would love to come in from various parts of Massachusetts, or even uh, uh, from outside of Mass, uh, Rhode Island and, and Connecticut that can't get to those those chapters in those areas or, or areas that don't have chapters. And taking 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 that opportunity to virtualize the virtualize the meetups, virtualize a classroom of, of sorts. And uh, I've been I've been toying with the idea separately, uh, but haven't really thought about it so much for the chapter, uh, other than some of the remote presentations we've been putting together. Is there something that you can do as a major chapter leader that could encourage the smaller groups to, to keep going? They need some kind of encouragement. What, what can the major chapters do to help out? We've kind of done that, um, served as an incubator for the Providence chapter. Uh, Providence is a major city in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brown University is there, three other schools are in that area, uh, didn't have a chapter, and we kind of served as, uh, as an advisor for the chapter leader, down, the current chapter leader down there now to uh, provide our expertise, share our experiences, talk about you know, uh, things that have worked, things that have, have not worked, kind of just made, our, made ourselves available. It's nothing that we've really charted down or, or documented, but the fact that larger chapters can make themselves uh, 
more available to, to those who are just coming or those who are trying to find their own identity. Those, those are helping to identify those areas where uh, there are no uh, particular OWASP resources uh, and, 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 and kind of serve as that, uh, as that advisor or big brother, big sister uh, role. It is hard to work in a vacuum when you're dealing with that. So it, that's, that's appreciated what you're doing. Uh, what's up for ONTAP for the next year? What's ONTAP for 2014? We, we start to look at our identity and ask ourselves, are, are we really making a difference? We tend to get at our meetings uh, folks who are in the security industry. We're not attracting the, the developers. A few blogs have gone up this year uh, that, we've, that we've gravitated to that talked about this problem. Are we really reaching the right audiences? And so uh, a few things we've been tossing around is uh, partnering with uh, working work groups, uh, PHP, um, uh, Java groups, what have you, going, going to the developers. Um, everyone wants, wants to come and see the, the latest and greatest uh, magic tricks. Uh, I can break this. I can, you know, everyone loves uh, the breakers. But we're, it doesn't seem like we're getting to the builders. And we tend, if you're looking at, mm-hmm. if you look at the demographic and slice and dice a little bit more, we don't have a lot of developers that come out. Uh, to the meetups, and so are we? Are we really making an impact um, that we that we need to make? And so we've been trying to figure out: do we just have people come out to hear presentations, or do we have do we create some kind of working group sessions where we have developers working hand in hand uh, with our group um, to kind of work through the problems uh, that we're seeing uh, out there in the field? Where do you want to leave the community with final thoughts? I want to have some of the groups that, you know, kind of on the sidelines that we don't normally see in the field. I want them to be aware of what's available out there of this, of this industry. Great opportunities, um, great way to apply their knowledge from their particular disciplines and, and say these opportunities are available out there in, in, in the field of uh, application security, especially uh, web application security, but all, all AppSec. And so... Um, that's that's my long-term goal, trying to uh, broaden the demographic uh, of who we're reaching out to. Thank you, Mark. Very much appreciate it. I appreciate being here for this. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.